It is Tuesday, February 8th, 2022 at 11 p.m. here in Brooklyn and all points Eastern time. You're listening to Lush Vibes Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. A journey into the airy, atmospheric, ambient side of all the genres you love and all the genres you didn't know you love. Here we go. A little better. All right. My name is Calvin Williams. I'm coming to you live from the Radio Free Brooklyn studios in the Bushwick section of the People's Republic of Brooklyn. And I'll be taking over the Radio Free Brooklyn airwaves and your eardrums from now until 1 a.m. Man, I just said a whole lot. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I hope you're doing well on this uh, uh, kind of illustrious uh, to uh, is it Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday evening. I'm I'm losing track of the days here. <laughs> I'm going through a lot right now and uh, just trying to take it day by day. But uh, hey, I made it here. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to have you guys out there tuning in in the infinite void of time space and the internet so i'm not gonna chat too much i'm very excited about tonight because i have a very 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 special guest in the virtual building tonight she hails from washington dc she is a singer songwriter you've heard her plenty of times on this show 
You've heard me talk about her. You've heard her say things like... The Quiet Storm. <laughs> and now I have her here. Unfortunately, I'm not sure... Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm not sure if she can hear uh, everything I'm uh, doing right now, but... Uh, I d you can? Oh, you can't. Okay. But, uh... But... Here with me tonight, let us give a Lush Vibes Radio welcome to Nicola Dean. <laughs> How, how's that for an introduction? <laughs> that was that was quite an introduction. I couldn't hear like the aesthetics going on on the other side, but that that warmed my heart. And by the way, I am not from DC. You said I was from DC. <laughs> okay, all right, I stand corrected. DC by way of Brunswick County, Virginia. That is right. There you go. All right. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> All right, so I think we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. But first, let me get some music going here. Gonna start off with uh, a little bit of uh, Jay Dilla here, because yesterday would have been Jay Dilla's forty eighth birthday. Yep, indeed. So, kicking things off in the background here, we got the instrumental to "So Far to Go." Ooh. All right. So, Nika, how are you doing tonight? I am wonderful. It is Tuesday. I am well rested. I got a nap because I knew tonight was coming. So I made sure I, I got a little sleep in and I'm good. I'm glad they can't see me because I got pajamas on. But <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this way. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you're you're comfortable, and that's the most important part. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get we're gonna get right into it. Like uh, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with all good stories, all good stories uh, come with a beginning. And uh, let's talk about your beginnings. Um, we said uh, earlier you are originally from uh, Brunswick County, Virginia. Um, yeah. Which uh, which specific town? Because I cannot recall offhand. <laughs> okay, so it's it's weird. Um, I grew up. The name of the town that I specifically grew up in is called Broadnax, but okay. it is Broadnax is weird because Broadnax spans across three different counties, I think. Brynex is part of, Mecklenburg County is part of Brunswick County, and I think it spans into like Lunenburg County as well. Um, But I'm from, yeah, it's like a weird little, weird little town. Um, I span from the um, Brunswick County side of it, but I'm closer to, my parents live closer to Lawrenceville. Okay. Um, So I grew up in Lawrenceville. My grandparents lived in Lawrenceville. I went to school in Lawrenceville. We did our shopping in Lawrenceville, but you know, yeah, so Lawrenceville, Virginia. Okay, got you, got you. So what was life like uh, growing up in in Lawrenceville? Quiet and quaint and everybody is always in your business. And (laughs) you know, it's... (laughs) Um, you know your family your family is 
right there. Like, I mean, literally in your backyard. I grew up um, where my, even where my parents live now, mm -hmm. right next door is my dad's older brother. And then right across the street from him is their younger brother, their youngest brother. And then right beside my dad's older brother is my cousin and her husband. And oh gosh, it's man. funny because the land that is right beside, on the other side of my parents, um, technically belong, like belongs to me. Like my parents kind of gave me that land. And oh, really? my dad is like, well, you can always put a house right here. And I'm like, yep, not a chance. I don't. <laughs> 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 so not right now, not right now. <laughs> So, so you're thinking uh, maybe sometime down the line you may uh, you may move back there, or uh, um, could that be could that be kind of like uh, your uh, retirement plan there? That could be a contingency plan. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that could be a contingency plan. Um, I I don't um, I don't necessarily see myself uh, moving back to Brunswick County um, specifically because. I, and I, I, don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody who's listening in from my hometown, hi, Brunswick County, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression, but that's where dreams go to die. <laughs> like, I hate to say it that way, but it's, like, I, there's no growth. There's no growth whatsoever. And I can, um, you know, just a, just a, a short story. There's a, there's a, um, a guy from my hometown, um, he went to the NFL, um, the NFL, the NBA. His name is Bryant Stiff. Mm. Bryant went to the NBA. Uh, Bryant played for the Nuggets, and he had this successful career in the NBA. And he came back, and he wanted to give back to the community because he was like, this is the community that, that made me. This is where I'm from. And they basically spat on every idea that he had, like, and, and even uh, he built this huge community center and he wanted to name it a specific, a very specific thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to bring race, in, race into it, but um, Brunswick County is a very, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a racist, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a white town. I mean, it, it, even though there are, and y'all got to forgive me if you hear like the sirens in the background. I live in the city. You, um, listen, you, you hear sirens during every single episode of my show, so so don't feel bad. <laughs> we we live right in. No. We live we live in we live in a big city. Like we live in major cities, so yeah. So, um, but they basically wanted to take this community center and name it after a specific white person in our town who was like kind of known to be racist and he was like i'm not i'm not doing that i cannot do that i this is something that my money built and i will not do this so um the the community in brunswick county it, it it's not a place for for growth and like progress you know um i just don't see myself I don't see myself being there. I go back to visit my parents and that's my getaway from the city when I just feel like I need things need to calm down for me and I you know I don't need the rush but I, I don't see myself moving back there. <laughs> that seems perfectly fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple quick notes before we continue. If you would like to uh, join in on the conversation tonight, 
RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash chat is the way to go. That's where you can say hello to me and hello to Nika. And uh, if you got any questions or want to want to chill out and uh, say hi, that's where to go. And, uh, I can't see the chat room. I can't. Like, I have my computer's like way over there, and I don't feel like looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, maybe maybe a little bit later, I uh, uh, we'll give you a chance to uh, grab the computer so you can uh, so you can uh, join in. Yay! That'll work. <laughs> and uh, another thing I forgot to mention, uh, in honor of you. Tonight, all of the music that you're going to hear in the background is either lo-fi or lo-fi adjacent. Yay! (laughs) He knows me all too well, (laughs) y'all. Right now, we're listening to Our Dream by Stan Forby. Man, there's there's so many many good lo-fi artists out there, like... um, Lo-fi was something that I I kind of stumbled upon I think back in 2017, and uh, it's uh, it's it's kept me sane during kept me sane at my job because yeah. if there's been there's been moments and <laughs> and you oh, know yes. this <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah lo lo-fi is definitely. Um, Thank you. Shout out to and granted, it's funny because I heard Lo-Fi on your show, obviously, yeah. and I just didn't know it had a name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would just be like, "Man, this jazz, this jazz is good. This is good <laughs> jazz." And it's like, no, this is not jazz. I mean, it's jazzy, but it's Lo-Fi. And uh, shout out to New Choice. I was uh, on the phone with him, and I can hear this instrumental in the background, and I go. Wait, whose beat is this? And he goes, Oh no, that's Lofa. That's just a Lofi station I got on YouTube. And I'm like, that exists? And he's like, Yeah. And sure enough, I had actually listened to a Lofi station before on YouTube, <laughs> thanks to you, Calvin. And I <laughs> You're had welcome. No, and again, it never came together. It was like, wait, I've, I've been listening to this all along. So yeah. <laughs> yep. Like you got like you got um chill hop uh chill hop. Uh, the uh, chill hop station, uh, Lo-Fi Girl, which was, um, yeah. which um, back in the day was known as uh, Chilled Cow, which was one of one of my personal, uh, personally one of my favorite Lo-Fi stations, and like Lo-Fi, Lo-Fi has actually had a very significant bearing on this show. Right, right. Yeah. I actually have um, Chill Hop playing right now. Nice, <laughs> like in the background. <laughs> so again, you guys might not be able to hear because I have it like down to as low as I could possibly get it but yeah it's definitely playing in the background it's great writing music oh absolutely yeah great writing music great uh studying music great chill out music mm-hmm. that's why that's why you see all the uh all the uh, knockoff stations uh copying um chill hops tagline low five right. to study slash relax to <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> and uh, a fun tie into Jay Dilla uh, Jay Dilla is widely regarded as one of the godfathers of lo-fi. I, it's funny. I had the song Didn't You Know by Erica Badu in my head for the past two days, and Jay Dilla produced that. It's funny you should mention that. I, I 
was listening to that uh, on my commute to work today. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Calvin and I have this, I don't know what it is, but we're so, like, he and I are so in sync. I could call him and be like, yo, I've had this song in my head for like two days now. And he's like, yo, I just listened to that song like an hour ago. And I'm like, that's crazy. But yeah, like, didn't you know by Erica Badu, for some reason, it was just playing over and over and over in my head. And it was like, maybe it's because it's Jay Dilla's birthday. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, Jay, uh, Jay Dilla and another producer named Nujabis. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you, um, are you familiar with, uh, with Nujabis? Yes, I have. I've heard of him. Yeah. Did you know that Jay Dilla and Nujabis happened to be born on the same exact day? Uh-huh. <laughs> like the Feb- exact like yeah, same year, everything. February. And I se- think they died like a couple of weeks apart, right? They um they died they died four years apart actually. Uh they were yeah. they were born uh they were both were born February seventh, nineteen seventy four. But um um Dilla died February tenth, two thousand six. Yeah. Uh Nujabes died I've um I forget. Um, Wasn't it like the 18th or something like, or 28th or something of the, February of, of uh, was, 2010? Yeah, yeah. When I said two weeks, I mean like as far as the, the duration and the number of days, not necessarily the year. Yes. Yeah. But I will say this. Shout out to the Aquarius people. We are some of the most creative people. I, I got to <laughs> say it like... I, I think about like all of the artists who are like Aquarius and, and, and we just put it down like Brandy Brandy is an Aquarius by the way <laughs> shoot shout out the Aquarians yeah yeah and me obviously hey, that's right that's right you uh, you actually have a birthday coming up very soon I do have a birthday coming up <laughs> and uh yeah officially uh what is it six to, uh five days from today yeah i got a birthday coming up in five days almost four days now <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's good stuff that's good stuff man. <laughs> um now um want to get into a little bit about um how you grew up musically we got we got the rundown of uh what uh, life was like uh, like in uh lawrenceville but uh what was what was life like for you growing up musically like what like what were the songs that like what were like what were some of the tracks that some of the tracks some of the artists that kind of like like helped you build your what your what became your taste in music um yeah so i actually um calvin gave me the opportunity y'all to um put together a little playlist and you will actually hear one of those songs that helped mold me um and, and you'll hear you'll hear them throughout like my playlist um but i grew up listening you know it started out i, I grew up um spending a lot of time with my grandparents and so we listened to Sam Cooke and Wilson Pickett and Joe Tex and Joe Simon and all of these different you know artists from the 60s and Otis Redding like I can remember like of all the Christmas songs like my grandpa had to listen to Merry Christmas Baby by Otis Redding like and we would listen to it 
over and over again because that was his jam. Mm. Um, <laughs> and it tripped me out because those were the things that we listened to um, at my grandparents' house. A lot of Johnny Taylor, a lot of um, um, Tyrone Davis and, and all of these you know different artists. Um, but it's funny because I can remember, this is like so random, I can remember before my grandfather passed away, he like, <laughs> he comes over to to my parents' house, and he's like, "Y'all never heard that song? Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here?" And I'm like, "That's DMX, Grandpa." Like I'm thinking, he, you know, <laughs> we listen to like, you know, Sam Cooke and Otis Redding, and he's you know, talking about DMX. It kind of threw me off, but he was like, "That's my song right there," and I'm like, "Wait, like, Grandpa likes DMX? That's just weird." <laughs> so, oh my god! <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I, I grew up listening to all, you know, all of those old school um, artists with my grandparents. And my grandfather actually played um, piano, played guitar. Mm. Um, mm. So growing up, um, you know, on Sunday nights, whenever or whenever my parents came over, we would have like these jam sessions where my grandpa would just pick up the guitar if he was in a mood, he was all, which was, you know, pretty much all the time. He was always in this musical mood, but he would just play whatever it was that he needed to get out. And, you know, I was always, you know, back up for him or, you know, <laughs> here it is, I'm like three and four trying to sing <laughs> the song and barely know the words. Um, but my dad also um, very musically inclined my mom, um, my mom also listens to a lot of music. My mom is not, um, she can't play the instruments or, you know, she, she can hold the tune. She can't carry it too far, but um, I love you, mommy. But uh, <laughs> she, she um, you know, she likes music as well. But my dad, um, my dad was the one who introduced me to like, like P-Funk, like, you know, just that parliament funkadelic. My dad is in love with the mothership. Like, you don't like, when I say in love with the mothership, like, in love with the mothership so um he loves mothership connection um and and so i grew up listening to george clinton and 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 you know all these different artists and of course you bring in like my, my dad's favorite band frankie beverly and Mays. i grew mm. up listening to them and the ojs and carol melvin and the blue notes and um you know all these different bands earth wind and fire so i grew you know the, the things that it's funny because I, I, I used to hear a lot of people when um, when Earth, Wind and & Fire and the Isley Brothers did the verses, it was yeah. like a lot of people were like, especially a lot of young people. And I was like, they, you know, they're all over this. I'm like, I've been listening to this stuff since, since I think I was probably in the room, you know? Right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then when I started to develop my own um, sense in and what I liked in music, it became that late 80s, early 90s, um, New Jack Swing um, kind of vibe. And so I feel like part of me kind of got stuck in that era. If you listen to a lot of the music that <laughs> that, I, that I write and, and, and things like that, it, it my music, it usually is somewhere between early and mid nineties. Um, and I feel like I kind of got stuck there and I don't know how to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, I try, it's funny because I think the only song I, I had the song come out in this moment 
and I tried my best to give it. I heard the song and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, what am I supposed to do with this beat? And I gave it this doo-wop feel. And even that, like, I don't get me wrong, I think that music is beautiful, but even that was kind of like, I need to do something that kind of peps it up. But I felt more like Lauren Hill singing that thing, doo-wop that thing. Right. When I was yeah, yeah. when I was recording that song, because, and that's that '90s, that mid '90s kind of feel, you know, that right. old Lauren Hill do up that thing, uh, you know, era. So, yeah, um, I've learned to kind of grow into my own as it pertains to music, and that's that's the era that I feel like I kind of got stuck in. <laughs> I mean, honestly, out of all the eras, to like musically be stuck on 80s 90s i mean there's there's so like so such a robust wide array of just like amazing r&b during that time yes like the like new jack swing and Mm -hmm. all of the r&b that evolved from that yeah yeah and i mean you think about it it's like you know Teddy Riley was one of, you know, pretty pretty much responsible for I think between Quincy Jones and and, and um, Teddy Riley, they were kind of responsible for that New Jack Swing um, era. And you had, you know, it's like if you listen to that song, uh, it's so funny. I don't know why this song popped in my head. Uh, um, if I had no loot by Tony, 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 and they said it's New Jack Swing, it was like that, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> Like that's what I think about. Um, but you got uh, uh, Christopher Williams. Don't wake me, I'm dreaming. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, at, and if, believe it or not, he was in that movie. Um, but that new Jack Swing today. I got the feeling something's going on, and it had it, you know. I think New Jack Swing was the first era of music that kind of incorporated a lot of hip-hop mm, yes because you know you could you could go from someone who's singing to just flowing right into all i want to do is zoom 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 and a boom boom you know? right <laughs> <laughs> which had no comments like if you think about it all i want to do is zoom 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 and a boom boom that was like no substance whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it rocked that was what we listened to you right. know <laughs> I think like thinking about New Jack Swing, how a lot of the uh, how a lot of those uh, uh, New Jack Swing singers started to incorporate uh, um, hip hop themselves by like starting to rap, uh, starting to uh, like putting their uh, put their own rhymes in those songs. Right. Like, the, uh, the the one song that comes to mind is the version of um, Every Little Step where uh, where Bobby did that rap. Yes. Like that, um, is that the, wait a minute, when he's like, I think that's the, yeah, he's like talking to Jackie, that I want you, Jackie, I want you more to human eyes can see. It's like, who is Jackie? I can't, who the hell is Jackie? Can somebody tell me who Jackie is? If you can tell me who Jackie is, I will send you money on your cash app. I'm just trying to figure out who, <laughs> I didn't mean that for real, but for <laughs> It's like, who is Jackie? 
<laughs> he's just throwing out random chicks' names. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, that you did have a lot of of uh, a lot of uh, singers who were trying to kind of throw that, you know, throw a little bit more hip hop into what they were doing. Like, um, and, and like I said, again, you know, you had Teddy Riley. Um, Teddy Riley was a singer, like a singer, but, mm. you know, and if you think about it, you had Teddy Riley come out, I mean, producing, you know, Dougie Fresh, you know, starting out with people like Dougie Fresh. And then, you know, all of a sudden you've got um, Guy, you get, yeah. you know, you get the group guy, and then from guy, Teddy Riley's like, okay, yeah, this is a little, let's move on, and we get Black Street. Yeah, like that was that was the next that was the next group like I, that I had in mind before you even said that because like <laughs> like like Black Street was like the logical next step. Right, right, and I mean, if you think about the voices that, oh my God, Chauncey Black's voice. Mm. Like, like I mean, I, yeah, all of their voices. It, it, that was just their voices were just cohesive. It, it just it worked. You know what I'm saying? And and so yeah, you everything that Teddy Riley did just kind of flowed and it evolved. And you know it. He, if you ask me, he's just he's one of the the just a musical genius. You know. He ain't Absolutely. he ain't my favorite production, but uh, you know you already know who my favorite production is. So I, which <laughs> <laughs> they also include you know included a lot in, in in the New Jack Swing era. And anybody, Calvin, Calvin, you go ahead. I'll let you tell. <laughs> Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yes, I love 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 <laughs> love 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 Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, you put me onto uh, uh, oops, put me onto a, a few Jam and Lewis songs that I like that I didn't realize were uh, were Jam and Lewis, and like one song that I was uh, a big fan of that I should have known was Jam and Lewis. Um, I'm only human by Human League. Yes, I'm only human, a flesh and blood <laughs> yeah, yes. that's. But if you think about it, listen to the beat to that. That. Yes, like the beat should have been a dead giveaway. Like, <laughs> after all that we've been through, yep. Time will change the way I feel about you. It's the same beat. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what is what is your favorite jam? Uh, I'm, I'm sure this may not be an easy question. What, what, but uh, what is your favorite Jam and Lewis track? My favorite Jam and Lewis song. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you need you need a moment to think about that. Hey, the first one that comes to mind, I can tell you, is "Come Back to Me" by Janet Jackson. Mm. Come back to me, Janet Jackson. Um, anything, Janet Jackson. Right. Any like anything, Janet Jackson. Um, but if I had to, I guess another one would be. Uh, um, let me see. Um, 
anything SOS band as well. Mm, yeah. Um, the SOS band was really big, but um, giving my all to you by Johnny Gill. There was something when Johnny did that song. I feel like Johnny like hollered in like a lot of his songs. Like you know, it, it just he just yelled like all the time. It's like why you hollering at me, bro? Like if you try you. T- if you try to smash, that is not the way <laughs> to go about maybe that, it. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that. Perhaps that was like an early version of trying to holler at uh, holler at a chick at the bar. Somewhere. Teddy Pendergrass started that crap, man. Just hollering at chicks like. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cedric the Entertainer laughed. He was like, "Turn off the lights." He was like, "You know, Teddy's like, turn off the lights." Candles. And then all of a sudden it's like, turn them off. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. All right, let me, let me, give me a second. Like, I got, <laughs> why are you yelling at me? And so, you know, Johnny is like, Johnny is like hitting them with the, um, um, let's think about my, my, my. It's like, all of a sudden he's like, girl, I'm going to give you something. He's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> that's not you're never gonna get me like that. <laughs> it's like you go from like ooh I'm so turned on to why is he hollering at me <laughs> and then he like lullabies you he's like ma 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 I was like wait what <laughs> you and yell he, at me and, and even you lull me back and even in that part he, he started to get a little aggro toward the uh, so it's like stop hollering at me don't yell at me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh before before we before we get too too far too deep into that (laughs) because I mean, let's uh, let's be let's be honest here. Like, we both knew that this was going to be part conversation, part uh, part interview slash part r- regular conversation that we have. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I was, y'all. I'm going to tell you, I was warned. I, I was told that I needed to like tone it right. That Calvin, before this ever started, Calvin was like, Nico, when we have our conversations, we usually at like an eight. This time I need you to bring it back down to like a three. I think I'm doing okay. Y'all haven't heard me, you know, s- slip a cuss word in there. Oh. <laughs> so. Oh, so so far so good. I think I think we're at about like maybe a four. So I think we're doing okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's that's code for you. Tone it down a little bit. <laughs> no no no. We're no we're doing just fine here. <laughs> okay okay good. <laughs> So, um, um, you touched upon, uh, you, uh, accompanying your grandfather, uh, when he was playing, when he was playing music, was that kind of like the impetus of, uh, you beginning to sing? Yeah. Um, that it really was. Um, I think I, so growing up, I was bullied. And so being with, being at my grandparents' house, I felt like I could finally let go and get get though you know get that in 
music is energy. And I, I always mm. felt like I could get that energy out because I felt like if I tried to get it out at school or around other people, I was going to be tormented, you know, just because right. that was something else that people could tease me about. And so I can remember, um, and, and I've, I've told this story before you can go back and listen to like probably 75 interviews that I've done. And <laughs> I'll say it again. Um, I can remember growing up, um, I was in the in the living room. I was listening to um, Denise Williams Silly on the radio. Mm. And um, my grandma was on the phone with her mom and she put her mom on hold because she heard me singing. And it was like, my my grandma thought it was, my great grandma on the phone thought it was the radio. And it was like, oh, no, wow. that's her singing. Um, I don't know if I can still hit those notes just because, you know, life and you grow up and I'm not, you know, that 11 year old anymore. But um, it, I think that was the stepping stone to me kind of form, it, it, it formed me. It, it was transformative, I guess I should say, um, because right after that, my mom put me in the choir and it was a bunch of old people in the choir. There were like no young people in the choir. It was like a bunch of old people. And there were like one or two singers and mm -hmm. then everybody else just kind of, you know, did the background stuff. No, nobody really could sing. Right. Um, but I... It was I was always afraid of like I would literally climb in the choir and get behind my grandma like I really don't want to do this um and the next thing you know like someone actually heard me singing in the choir they were like yo she can really she can actually sing um before I knew it I was I, I moved to Texas I came back I was the associate director of the choir and I am you know, divvying parts out and telling people, no, you didn't hit that right. We got to do that all over again. And, and that, to me, to have that kind of role mm. was such a high because I felt like this is my element. I know what harmony sound like. Um, and ultimately that being in the choir and hearing those harmonies and being able to break those harmonies down, especially when you get like, um, when you get like a lot of those gospel songs, I grew up in church, y'all. That's another thing. I guess I forgot to mention that part. But <laughs> but I think we I know, think we kind of think we were able to uh, able to extract that a little bit from the uh, from the conversation. <laughs> yeah. So um, it you know I grew up listening to gospel music and hearing those harmony breakdowns, and so I used to just remember how beautiful those sounds like just how beautiful like those those melodies just sounded together mm. and so now when you listen to a lot of my music you didn't hear it a lot in my first single energy but in this next um in the next single that i have coming out there are a lot of harmonies um and i can remember i can remember recording this song and being in the studio and the look that I got when I was putting these harmonies together um, as well. And the same thing, image this moment when I did the harmonies, the breakdowns, it was like, man, I could do this. Um, I was just recording in the studio uh, last weekend, weekend before last, um, New Choice, shout out to New Choice, but I was recording in the studio yes. with him and he started laughing. He was like, Nick, he was like, girl, church did it for you because when you, <laughs> like, I, like I hear harmonies in everything so yeah i mean that that really church was the i think 
just the church choir was the thing that kind of molded me into the singer that I really am. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was there a was there a specific artist or a, a song that like gave you that moment where you were like, okay, this is what I want. This is the thing that I want to do. Like singing is what I want to do. There, there anybody or any song in particular that like brought you to that aha moment oh um um I don't know if it was a specific song um but I think like two I can say two of the songs that I put on that playlist I don't want to give the playlist away they gotta just listen to the playlist all right so um there are two songs on there um one is from i believe like the 60s mm-hmm. and one of them is from the 70s and those two songs i remember hearing them when i was younger and i'm like wow these harmonies are just beautiful um but yeah i, I i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a song that i heard and it was like man the harmonies in this is just you know, any, anything by, like, if you heard the harmonies from the Jones girls, oh, Jesus. Mm. Oh, my God. The jo- them, them three sisters, right? Them? Yeah, they, <laughs> the, and I mean, every time they sang, it sound, it was that trumpet, that full trumpet sound. And so, um, it's funny. I had somebody that worked with me. Um, she heard, you know, just a couple of things that I've, I've done musically. And she was like, hey, I have a question for you who does your harmonies? I was like, pardon me? Like, <laughs> pardon me? And she's like, but I don't understand. How do you do that? And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I had to remind myself, she doesn't understand how it works in the studio where you actually layer things, you record and then you record over and you record over. So right, right. I was like, no, it's, it's me. Like, I just go back and, you know, I just kind of do the harmonies over. And she's like, oh my god i thought you had someone in the studio actually you know in your background doing harmonies i'm like nah that's all me like i hear harmonies in everything i do so <laughs> and even if it's something that doesn't require a harmony i'm like oh, stick a harmony there i just want to do it. even <laughs> if it's like one layer like let me just go like one layer up and i'll i'll, I'll be i'll be okay <laughs> but sometimes that just doesn't work out that way um <clears throat> Not sure if you realize, but it is already 1143. That's crazy. (laughs) So, like, I'm really, like, the way things are going, I'm I'm really hoping we can get to your song, (laughs) the songs that, your song choices. Well, even if we can't play them all, like, we don't have to get to them all. I promise you. (laughs) However, there is one song that I would like to get into. Of course. Yay. I have I have uh I have an exclusive for y'all tonight. I get to uh premiere Nika's new single, which is going to be coming out on the 14th, so uh this coming Monday. Yeah. Very excited to uh bring this to y'all. Um you wanna talk a little bit about it? Or uh you wanna sure. you... so, um Yeah, I'll I'll give y'all a little bit about it. Um, so this song was uh, birthed from a traumatic experience, <laughs> so to mm. say. Um, I went through a, a really, really bad heartbreak last year. Um, and 
I needed to, I, I, it, it, I don't think I'd ever grieved as much in my life um, for someone. Um, and I needed to be able to get my feelings out. And so um, I placed a phone call to a very spectacular producer um, who was not my producer at the time. <laughs> can, I, can I let the cat out the bag right now? Um, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you explain that. So I placed this call to this producer and just, and just a friend as, as, as a friend. And this person was like, Nika, you need to write your feelings out. And my thing was, I don't want to write about, um, I don't, I don't want to write about like pain, but I want to write about how I'm feeling. So I wrote this, it, I, I wrote it, I wrote a letter. Essentially, that's that's what this song is. It's a letter that is um, to the person who broke my heart and explaining how I was feeling. And um, yeah, this song, like three days later, uh, a song was born out of out of me just writing a letter to the, the person that I love. Got you. I got you. So, thing right now, we're gonna get right into this new single that I got the uh, exclusive to. I'm very excited <laughs> for y'all to hear this. This here is the, I guess we can call this the uh, the world premiere of your new single, E for L. Of course, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit, gotta hit the drop first. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Lush Vibes Radio exclusive. Game. 
folks that was the world premiere of E4L by Nicola Dean I do hope you enjoyed that track Nico uh, can you still hear me I am still here yes, okay yeah. all right just make just making sure I ain't I didn't mess up anything after uh after playing the song here <laughs> <laughs> but um do hope you all enjoyed that song. Um, you may have, you may have, kind of figured out uh, an implication that uh, uh, Nika was uh, Nika was making uh, when explaining the song, when talking about the song. Um, more specifically, the the producer that she was uh, that she reached out to, who was not her producer at the time. Uh, that person was me. Yay. I'm the I produced that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how awesome! <laughs> and I just think about the way that this song came about. Um, yes, like I said, I I called Calvin. I was in the in the midst of heartbreak, and I was like, Calvin, I don't know what to do with these feelings. I am stuck. I don't know what to do with these feelings. And, you know, you encouraged me to write them down. And um, I was like, hey, I came up with this 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 melody and, you know, you know, just talk, talking about like the melody to the song and everything. Mm. Um, I was like, yo, like I have this this um, this idea 
and you were like, okay, and I sang the melody to you, and all of a sudden, I hear the acoustic guitar in the background, and I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> um, but it, it turned into this this beautiful, beautiful song. Um, I am, I am, I don't think there's a moment that goes by that that I don't hear this song, and it makes me think, like, man, like how. How amazing is it that I came up with this and suddenly there's somebody who he, who has who hears what I hear in my ear, you know, in my yeah. head, and, and you just you made that come to life. So, and and I will like that day will always be like forever ingrained in my head. Oh yeah, be- yeah, because like. I was I was in my kitchen making breakfast and you were telling me about um, what you had written down. Like you had been listening to like a lot of uh, a lot of like classic soul, like a lot yeah. of uh, uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Isley Brothers. And you had come up with this melody. Yeah. And you, you started singing this melody and like the creative trigger in my brain just like fired at that very moment and I was and I was like Nika hold on I have to go get my guitar <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I think I told you I was like hey like whatever you played like I need you to record it and send that to me and I think I looped it yeah and then I recorded to that like I recorded over the loop and then you finished the whole the whole thing and it started off with just this acoustic and the next thing I know, Calvin is like, hey, I added these drums and I added this and I added that. Listen to this synth and this is without the synth and this is. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> hold up a second. Like, this was supposed to be a letter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was supposed to be writing a letter to this dude to tell him that he, you know, how I was feeling. And now it's this beautiful, beautiful song. Like, yeah, so um, I guess that's just a, a little story to say that even even heartache can birth something very beautiful. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So. And uh, you you know my uh, my mom's heard the song several times. I <laughs> I, I played I played her the uh, the 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 final master. Mm-hmm. She absolutely loved it. Oh my gosh! But uh, my... I love my mo- look. I love my mama Simmons. She is just amazing. <laughs> like... <laughs> shout out, shout out to my mom. Hi, ma. Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. <laughs> I also have to give a shout out to my aunt Sherry down in Florida. She uh, she is texted beautiful voice. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, ooh, that, ooh, that just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that. I mean, for somebody, for somebody to hear it and 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 get what I got out of it, like mm, that just that means a lot, you know. That yeah. that that means a, a heck of a lot. So, absolutely, and. uh I mean, I can't, I can't wait for others to hear it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's gonna, you know, if, if, um, 
if it's anything like energy, which mm. I know it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, probably, I don't know, this song might blow energy out the water. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's gonna span across, across continents. I mean, if you think about it, energy, energy span across continents. We're not yeah. just talking like, you know, just countries. We're talking continents. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which was crazy. Like, you know, like, they're listening to my song in Pakistan. Pakistan? (laughs) The China? Oh my God, in Hong Kong? Okay. Let me just try to take this in. um, I just, this song, um, it's funny because Calvin, even even when this song was being, like I said, when it was being birthed, um, there were certain elements that I was, I would call Cal and I'm like, why is it that I hear, you know, Sade? And you're like, yeah, you know, because I don't know why I just heard Sade in this part. And I'm like, okay. And then you were just like, what do you hear when you hear this part? And I'm like, I hear um, like landslide by Fleetwood Mac. And, and I'm hearing all, which by the way, don't don't look don't get it twisted i'm an r&b girl but fleetwood mac with stevie mm-hmm. nicks yep oh yeah oh yeah yes so yeah you know and and i'm hearing fleetwood mac and i'm hearing all of these different elements and then i would hear other songs um i think i had sent you another song and uh by renee dion and you were like yo do you hear that that chord progression and i'm like yes 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 i play i played that song i played that song on my show like like this was this is like going back months ago but like Mm -hmm. i remember i remember like like telling you to like really listen to that song like the chords in that song are like all the chords that i use in like any given song that i write and like it was and you know like it felt like if that really felt quite validating as especially as like as somebody who's been like a a like a a secret bedroom producer for literally the last 20 years to like finally and finally like (laughs) drum up the courage to put a song out for people to actually listen to <laughs> this is amazing, right? It's an yeah. amazing feeling. Yeah. Um couple of couple of quick comments here. Um my aunt Sherry says, more than welcome. <laughs> oh. Uh, and she also, she also said, didn't know my nephew was so talented. <laughs> <laughs> I it's it it amazed like I look Aunt Sherry, I'm gonna say this. I knew that Calvin had impeccable taste in music. I found out about um Lush Vibes and um, I found out about Lush Pops from from an ex producer of mine, and you know it was when he told me he was like, "Yo, you should listen to this dude's show." And I'm like, "Okay." And I think I procrastinated. I dragged my feet for you know a few weeks, and finally he was like, "No, no, 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 no! Like you gotta listen to it." And I listened to it, and I was like, "Man, how does he know all this stuff? Like all of these artists, like, and he's pulling like, like." just these all of these artists out and I'm like how does he know this stuff because this is stuff that I I don't listen to and I I feel bad for saying this I don't listen to a lot of people's show like radio shows because Mm. their stuff is so mainstream and so generic and then all of a sudden I hear Lush Babs and it's like 
wait, he knows about Jared Lawson or he, he knows about the foreign exchange. Like he knows about Devin Morrison and Fonte and he know, you know who, how does he know this stuff? Like, how does he know about Renee Dion and how does he know about Shaylia? And I know about this stuff, but not many people know about it. And sure enough, I meet Calvin and suddenly, and now Calvin is like my brother, you know, it's like musically, he's my brother. Calvin has pulled me out of, you know, this, this tough time that I went through, not, you know, recently with this breakup and, you know, I feel like, um, you know, he, it's almost like music was the thing that, that, that brought us together. And so, and now not only are we just listening to other people's music, but now we're creating our own because Y'all, when I okay, Calvin got this beat. I gotta say it. Calvin got this beat, right? <laughs> Calvin got this beat, and Calvin sent me the beat like months ago, like a couple months ago. And I listened to the beat over and over again. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what to do with this. I like, I like <laughs> the beat, and I don't know what to do with it. And I finally came up with this, this whole like shebang for this beat. And I'm like, yo, I think I recorded to it. Tell me what you think, and I send it back, and he goes. <laughs> Holy crap. Like <laughs> that, what did you do? And then like, there was like a whole, like a whole eight bars. And I was like, I don't know what to put here. Can you take this out? And then one day I call him, I'm like, hey, don't take it out. I got an idea. And I'm just straight <laughs> spitting bars yes. in the song. <laughs> yes, she is. yes, she is. Let me tell you folks, like she, the girl got bars, man. <laughs> Like we kind like we kind of crack like we kind of crack jokes about it a little bit, but like the 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 stuff she spit in this track, <laughs> <laughs> like like honest like honestly, once you listen to this song, like you you're gonna look at her and, and be like, yo, I can't tell you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think when I when I laid when I laid it down when I laid the when I laid the bars down and I sent it back to you you were like how'd you come up with that and I'm like yeah just straight straight off the dome like you know I was like okay I gotta write this down um, anybody who knows me knows that I write everything down and so even if I come up with a concept that doesn't necessarily fit a song that you know I can write in that moment. Um, I write, I write down that bar or I write down that idea or that concept mm. and you have no idea. I have, Calvin has seen my list. I think I showed it to you in Philly when we were in Philly. Yeah. And I was like, look at this. And you were like, it's just this is just all the stuff I have written. And there are times where Calvin and I would just be having a conversation and I come up with just these random, random bars. I We were in Philly in the studio and out of the blue, I just spat one of the bars that I came up with. It was like, <laughs> like literally one bar and it was so dynamic that the engineer looked at me he was like yo how do you come up with this and i'm like i don't know this is just how my brain works yeah real real quick shout out to uh shout out to uh samori and mike of little drummer boy studios in philly yes because uh that's that was a studio where where uh where anika recorded the uh, vocals for uh e4l yes and that's also uh where we got uh where uh e4r was mastered yes so e4r was mastered there yes so much much respect much love to the guys over there and the incredible work that they do 
Right. Yes, absolutely. Mike Moore and, and Samori Coles, like, thank, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Like, I mean, Samori, I was, I, I had to take a deep breath. Samori sent the email back with the mastered version of the song. And he says, let me just start by saying, I love this song. And I'm like, <laughs> Wow, I don't know how many artists he actually sends an email like that to, but that was so breathtaking. Yeah, like yeah. Def- definite validation right there. For sure, <laughs> for sure. Couple of uh, couple of comments that uh, that came from mom. You both are amazing. So proud of you both. <laughs> Yay, mom! <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Before we continue, uh, it is uh, is uh, after midnight. It is twelve oh five. So uh, let's let's get into the uh, the housekeeping real quick. Hold on, one second. Got it. Got to get the got to get the uh, housekeeping voice ready. <laughs> All right. So as always, Lush Vibes Radio comes to you care of Radio Free Brooklyn, a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. As such, we rely on the contributions of our hosts, our listeners, and you, uh, hosts, our volunteers, and you, the wonderful listeners of this station. If you'd like to support Radio Free Brooklyn, there's a few ways that you can. One is by pointing your browser to radiofreebrooklyn.org donate and making a one-time donation or monthly pledge. And while you're there, you can check out some of the uh, cool swag that we have to offer, including tote bags, beanie hats, coffee mugs, a onesie for your baby, because RFB is for the children, and so <laughs> much more. <laughs> I had something random pop in my head. I was going to say, RFB love the kids. That's so- right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So check out ReadyFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Another way you can support Ready Free Brooklyn is by texting RFB123 to 44321 and making a donation straight from your phone. An even easier way to support Ready Free Brooklyn is by shopping through Amazon Smile, Amazon's charity initiative where you can shop and support a nonprofit of your choice at the same time. Best of all, it costs you nothing extra. All you have to do is go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash smile and Radio Free Brooklyn will be set up for you as the nonprofit you wish to support through Amazon Smile. A small portion of the total of your order will go RFB's way and will actually go a very long way in keeping the lights on in this really, really wonderful studio, keeping our stream running 24-7 and uh, having a Guys like me, guys like me, be uh, lucky enough to uh, to host a show here. So, from the bottom of my heart, and uh, on behalf of all of Ready Free Brooklyn, we thank you all for your continued support. If you'd like to listen to Ready Free Brooklyn anytime you're not in front of your computer, make sure you check out the Ready Free Brooklyn mobile app available at the Google Play Store for your Android device, or at the Apple App Store for your iOS device of choice. And finally, make sure you check out our monthly newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn, where we give you the latest in new programming, host interviews, information on upcoming RFB events, and so much more. And speaking of upcoming RFB events, that just reminds me, uh, there is a concert that 
Brady Free Brooklyn is presenting this coming Saturday at the Mercury Lounge. Let me bring this up. There we go. It is, we got Black Emoji and Control the Sound at the Legendary Mercury Lounge this coming Sunday, February 13th, 2022 at 5 p.m. Hey, that's your birthday. <laughs> that is my birthday. <laughs> and Super Bowl Sunday. And Super Bowl Sunday, but nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more important things, like your birthday. Yeah. And this event. And, and this cool concert. Yeah. Mercury Lounge is located at 217 East Houston Street in Manhattan. Tickets are $12 and available at the door or via Ticketmaster. And as per New York City law, proof of vaccination is required for entry. So there you have it. I've kept the house. We can keep things going. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, so there was... Uh, so when you so when you first put uh, put uh, E4L together, um, you mentioned that there was a uh, specific Isley Brothers track that uh, I guess gave you the most Im- uh, inspiration. Yes, and you want to know who's funny? <laughs> I can't remember what track it is. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm laughing because all this time I've been wanting to spill the beans to you about which track it was right. and now I'm like dang which track was it it was on alright I, I know I have it I have it um, in, in, in my in my um, in my playlist so I'm trying to find it okay. but it was an instrumental um, it was a specific instrumental that um, that I really I needed it, and I can't remember which one it was, but it was on the it was on the Between the Sheets album, and it was an instrumental. Um, I had never heard this instrumental before. I'd never heard the song, mm. um, and now I cannot figure out which song it is. Um, but I am going to find it because it's going to drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. It, it's going to come to me in a second. Okay. Okay. Um, in the meantime, I um, want to talk a little bit about uh, the the artist that you have many times uh, uh, called your spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> and Sharon knows. And Sharon, and Sharon A, I, I heard on the, on the Quiet Storm. She she requested her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah my aunt Sherry uh, request. Um, uh, oh god, what was the song that uh, that my aunt requested? Um, anytime, anytime, any place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my aunt Sherry got good taste. Let me she tell does. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, Janet Jackson is definitely my spirit animal. Everybody keeps asking me. They're like, "Have you seen the documentary?" No. 
I've not seen the documentary documentary because they keep giving it to me in doses and I don't want doses. <laughs> I just want, just give me, I don't want you to give me shots of the liquor. Just give me the whole bottle and I want to be able to drink whenever I want to. So that's, <laughs> I, I want to be able to sit here and, and just, let it marinate while I'm watching it. I don't want it in, I don't want it in bits and pieces. So I'm waiting for everything to come out and then I'm going to watch it. Okay. Yeah. I have to watch it too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. She's, um, I just resonate with her. I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day. I was like, I feel like, um, when it comes to Janet, people had, people had always tried to put her in this box of innocence. And the last thing that Janet ever wanted to be was innocent. Mm. And so um, I think, and I even had this conversation with New Choice um, the other day. I was like, I think people see me and I always get that, you know, people are, when people see me, they're just like, wait, you're how old? I thought you were like 24, 25 years old. And I'm like, no. Um, and they almost treat me as though there's this air of naivete about me. And I'm like, but y'all do understand, like, I, I'm, I'm not innocent. Like, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I, I need to make sure I rephrase that. Yeah. I'm not naive. I've been around the block a few times and I've played, I've been played by the game and I've played the game and I am very well versed in the game. And so um, that's kind of why this heartbreak threw me off because it was like, wait, I'm the one who's supposed to break your heart. You're not supposed to break mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, I'm about to be honest, that was a little bit of how I felt. I was like, wait, hold up a second. He, He broke my, no, I'm supposed to break your heart. You would get, no. Like this, you you hit me before I hit you, and that's not fair. So, um, <laughs> that sounds so bad. That sounds horrible, but it's the truth. But no, nah, um, man, I'm a heartbreaker, not you. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> break my heart. Wrong with you? <laughs> so, but you know, for me, it was one of those things. I see Janet Jackson, and I'm like, I get it. And I think there have been a few artists that people have tried to put into this 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 innocent box. It, I, that's the only way it was. It's like a it's like a box of innocence. And I think they've done Janet like that. I think they've done Brandy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they um, they did Aaliyah like that. Um, and it's almost as though for all of all of us as artists. And granted, they're more mainstream and well known than I am there's a rebellious there's this there's this deviance and there's this rebellion on the inside of us that's just clawing out like mm. i mean clawing in this box like no you have got to let me be who i truly truly am so yeah you get a song like like energy which is very um very innocent very beautiful beautifully written song and, and beautifully produced song um you know shout out to the producer of that song aj throwback but you get E for L and it's a very beautifully written and, 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 and harmonic and, you know, the, the, the melodies and then you get the music behind it. So, you know, you did your thing on that. And then all of a sudden my next single, which is coming out, <laughs> people ain't ready for it. I have already warned my parents. Y'all got to skip the song on the album because y'all can't listen to the song on the album. Ironically, the song is coming out on my parents' anniversary. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
so weird. Some, it's like so weird, right? Hey, they'll so, they'll be distracted when the song comes out. Right. It's like <laughs> don't listen to this. Please don't listen to this. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the next song is called Forehead Kisses, and it is it is um a very endearing yet a very sex sexy and seductive song. And so um I needed to be able to um you know I think I think I needed to do that because if you think about it, Janet's first two albums were just very innocent, very, very, very childlike. Right. Um, and then she came out with Control and that was a little bit more like, but it wasn't, it was still kind of childlike. And then she came out with Rhythm Nation 1814 and it's like, wait, where, where's this person been? Like, you know, she mm. got a little bit more risque and then all of a sudden you get songs like Anytime, Anyplace and um, Cause I mean, you know, on control, she was just like, he doesn't even know that I'm alive. And then you get anytime, any place, and it's like, oh sister, he knows you alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> he he knows a, a lot about you being alive right now. But then you 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 get um um would you mind? You know, right. like that song. I I, I look on uh, Sherry. I don't know. If you ever heard, would you mind what that puts anytime, any place? It makes. I'm convinced that when you hear, would you mind? She recorded anytime, any place in a in a Catholic church. Like, <laughs> like just, would you mind? Just kind of takes it, just takes it there, um, and that's what I kind of. I feel like. I feel like forehead kisses takes it there, kind of like that. Would you mind? I, I didn't stop at the anytime, any place. I just kind of just went, just went there. Yeah, just went, just went for that one. Just, just right. Just, just went for it. Right. And I've, I've heard, I've heard the unmixed version. She went for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's heard the unmixed version. <laughs> even, even. Uh, like I can I can remember um I can remember um there's there's part there's a part of the song at the end of the song and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Shout out, shout out Kevin. Uh, but I was having a conversation with Kevin and Kevin actually woke me up and he could hear like I was rolling over in the bed and I was just kind of like <sighs> like just kind of getting myself together and he's just like oh my God, you know that part? And he's like, I'm like, yeah. He goes, you need to like wake up in the middle of the night and like record that in the middle of the night. And so had a conversation with uh, Choice, New Choice. And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. And I literally told Kevin one night, I said, hey, I need you to call me and wake me up. And I think he called me and woke me up. And I was like, I just came in here and I recorded the, 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 the outro to the song. Yep, and... Let me tell you, that was that that piece of advice was exactly what the song needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the first time I recorded it, I recorded it in the studio, and right. it it was so it was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, I can't be free and be myself, and so and even even uh, New Choice was like, it's probably a good idea that you record that part at home because you can. You, there's nobody else around, you know. Like you can actually be free to record this part, and so I did that, and it and it and it definitely 
came up. I I, I feel like I, I want people. I wish people could just hear it already. It's not mixed and mastered, y'all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to give uh, get a premiere out like a month in advance, um, specifically for Lush Vibes Radio for um, for uh, the next Quiet Storm. So. <laughs> had had to hit him with the lightning real quick. Yeah, the quiet. Oh my god, yes, the quiet storm. So. And I, y'all, I don't know if y'all do this, but y'all hear my voice on every single quiet storm. <laughs> every single quiet storm. Quiet storm. <laughs> I'm sad you can't. I can't. I'm sad you can't hear the uh, the drops that I'm playing. If I play, uh-huh. I played the first drop. Here's the second one. The Quiet Storm on Lush Vibes Radio. <laughs> and my personal favorite. This is actually the one I played before I before I played any time, any place. Hey, Calvin. Hit him off with a little something slow and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And it's so funny. I was here and I'm doing the drop and I was like, I gotta add something else because I feel like he needs something. Like there's gotta be something else incorporated. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why this song uh, "Shabba Ranks" and and Johnny Gill went through my head, and it was like, yeah, they, he's got to give him something slow and sexy. Yeah, Calvin, why don't you give him something a little slow and sexy? And then, that is not how I said it. And that <laughs> <laughs> and I'm such a perfectionist that I will legit I think that part I recorded it like 25 times just over and over again because I wanted it to have that if you think about the quiet storm there's that sensuality that yeah. comes with the quiet storm and so I wanted to make sure that you know when I said it it was like hey Calvin why don't you give him some real sweet sexy you know I wanted to make sure it had that <laughs> that 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 sensual that sensuality to it and, and that that smoothness to it like that that like that little piece to like really set the mood right right and it and it sets the mood perfectly like especially like when you get to, like when i'm getting down to like that part of the quiet storm yeah so like just just hitting that drop you already know what's coming <laughs> right right yeah. <laughs> like it's it's really it's really interesting like like how like how important the quiet storm has become for like for this show. Like right. the quiet storm like people like my sh- like people love my show but like people look the most forward to the quiet storm. Right. Right. And like I think about episode 70 which was the first quiet storm like it was i guess it was like kind of an idea like me wanting to like pay tribute to uh like melvin Lindsay from uh w-h-u-r um Vaughn. w-h-u-r shout out to howard university yes 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 <laughs> and i uh, here in new york uh, uh the late great von harper and uh currently uh the incredible lenny green of uh both from uh, wbls uh, holding down the quiet storm here in New York City. Yes, like, yes. Like I'm just, I'm just like I'm somebody who's just kind of like in awe of of all of that, and 
I just want to, like, every time I do The Quiet Storm, I just want to do, just want to do them justice just a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, like, it's become, like, it's become, like, more and more real for me every time I do it. And so, like, like I, <laughs> I laugh because, like, I kind of feel silly when I, when I do The Quiet Storm and I do The Quiet Storm voice. How's yeah. it going, everybody? But, like, <laughs> I've gotten to the point where, like, it's almost like, um, when uh when christian bale uh became bat uh, like uh became batman and like it took him the longest time to like really get that like get that like real series batman voice mm-hmm. but like after the second like after the second movie he would just like he would just like scream on people like batman like nothing yeah like, like that's been where that's, are they where are they, <laughs> no. where are they? <laughs> But, Dang, Christian <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's kind of become me in the quiet storm uh the quiet storm and the in the quiet storm voice <laughs> yeah yeah you have to you have to evolve in order i always say um the best the the best or the most beautiful creations come out of stepping out of your your comfort zone um and sometimes not even just stepping out of your comfort zone. I wouldn't say your comfort zone, but stepping out of what other consider normal. Mm. Um, you think when Andre 3000, think about it. We hear all this stuff, you know, Simon Jackson, I am for real. You know that, I mean, that's cool and everything, but then all of a sudden you get, I hope you are the one. If not, you are the prototype. And it's like, where did that come from? Right. Like, you know, all this all this time we've been hearing ATL is me and you, your woman, and all yep. of a sudden you get the prototype, and it's like I can't lie. The prototype is probably one of my favorite, just quiet storm songs, mm. um, and 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 it stemmed from from hip hop. If you really think about it, yeah. um, it kind of has a it almost has a jay dilla feel to it um it kind of does like yeah, especially especially the uh especially the drum beat and like it's not like the uh the lack of uh of uh quantization just like the <laughs> yeah 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 it, it's got this whole jay dilla kind of feel to it and so um but yeah like i i i think about i think about that and it's like I don't know. I, I don't know. We we gotta we gotta be able to step out of our comfort zone, um, or step out of step out of what other cons- others consider normal, what may not feel exactly normal to us. Right. Um. In order to make these creations, just like your vocals, just like me, I had somebody tell me, I never. Oh my God, you and I have had this conversation before. I made a comment one time that I wanted to spit bars on a song. And mm. I was having a conversation with somebody who actually spit bars on one of my songs. And I said, yeah, I was like, I think I want to spit some bars on a song. And he told me I couldn't do it. He was like, you don't have it in you. You need to stay in your lane and stick to singing. So for me to lay eight bars down on a song and know that I have it in me yeah. and completely get out of my comfort zone yeah, and, and do it and then send it to you. And you were just like, yo, Yes. And I'm thinking, okay, is that a good yo or a bad yo? And you were just like, no, like, 
do it again, but this time do this to it. Now I listen to like just the the demo that I did, and I'm like, yeah, I need to tone it down and kind of I need to Lisa left eye Lopez it a little bit and kind of give it a little smoothness because right now we're just I feel like I don't know I feel like I'm going a little hardcore on him. It's supposed to be a, a super <laughs> you know sweet song, and I'm just like yelling at this dude. But <laughs> <laughs> so. Hit him with that Johnny Gill. <laughs> Hit him with yeah, that 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 Teddy P. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can't. I I need to. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to go too Cardi B on him. Right. Right. Like, you know, he got a beard. Like, wait, wait, what? Like, I'm not trying to go there, but it's like, you know, yeah, I. I I had to step out of what somebody else told me I couldn't do, which was normal for me to not be able, you know, to not, I shouldn't say be able, to not rap on the track or to not drop bars on the track, to being like, you know what, I'm going to do this and see what's the worst that'll happen is that I do it and it sucks and, and or the people don't receive it, but at least I know I did it. And to listen to somebody tell me I can't do it and me not do it because somebody told me I couldn't do it. So, yeah, I did it and and it worked. It worked, worked. So it it, it worked, worked. <laughs> it worked, worked. <laughs> Yo, we we could we could we could keep going for longer, but like it's twelve thirty right now. <laughs> so so um. I'll I'll make I'll make this your call. Um, do you want to go? Do you want to go through a, a couple of songs in uh, your your playlist, real quick? Sure. Sure. Um, I have like I have I have everything listed in, in order. Um, they're not sure if we're gonna get through all of them. Okay. Um, any song like any song I know I know we gotta get into Janet. Yes, we gotta get into Janet. <laughs> so. Okay, so I'm thinking Janet, then Fonte, then New Choice. And if we have time, Sam Cooke? Uh, yeah, that'll work. How's that sound? That sounds good. All right. All right, so we're going to, so right now we're going to get into a few of Nika's picks here. Let's see. Five. Just uh, just calculating the time in my head. Yeah, we'll have enough time for those. Okay. All right, so we're going to start off uh, Nika's Picks with uh, Lonely by Janet Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) This is Lush Vibes Radio.
just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. Got my eyes open. I don't wanna miss all of this action you got showing. That you got showing. Put this in motion. I'm planning on diving deep. I'll get lost in your ocean. I'm trying to get lost. Bye. 
was Nika's picks for the night. Do hope you all enjoyed that. It's a quick recap of what you heard. We started things off with Lonely by Janet Jackson from the Rhythm Nation 1814 album. We followed that up with Fonte featuring Devin Morrison with the track Beverly Hills. Now that's that's a track that uh that Nika and I like have, have both been vibing on for a minute now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like I I feel like at this point, I, I talk about Devin Morrison on my show every week. Because, <laughs> like, I watch I watch him, like, like, a few times a week. I watch him just, like, make magic live on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, live on Twitch because he, 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 writes, he writes originals and he, uh, he takes <laughs> commercials from the 80s and 90s and uh, remakes the jingles for a lot of them. <laughs> Which I think is creative. That's that's creative in itself. It's incredibly creative. Nika, do yourself a favor. Go on, go on his, <laughs> go on his Instagram and look at the, uh, look for the, uh, look for the, uh, the, um, the post that uh, that's just titled "Booty." <laughs> he, oh boy! <laughs> it's, oh boy! It's an uh, it's an old jockey for her uh, underwear commercial. Oh god! And, and it's just. It's it's as beautiful as it is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So yeah, we uh, following Beverly Hills was just hold on by New Choice. Big shout out to New Choice. Yes, shout out to New Choice. And closing out that set was "Bring It On Home to Me" by Sam Cooke. Yes, that song right there will forever hold just this beautiful place. Anything by Sam Cooke. Like, 
anything by Sam Cooke will always hold a special place in my heart because it reminds me of being at my grandparents' house. Um, you know, between, like I said, between Sam Cooke and Wilson Pickett, you know, mm. I grew up on, you know, if you need little love, then call on me. Oh, I'll be right here at home. All you gotta do is pick up the telephone and dial six three four five seven eight. Now that's what I like grew up listening to, and it's like people my age will people. What the heck are you singing? I don't know what that is. No, that's Wilson Pickett. Like, trust me, that's the good stuff. Meanwhile, I think about. Uh, meanwhile, I think about the uh, the bass voice in that song. Six, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like that song, and I always think about like the the girls. Six, three, four, five, seven, eight. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that 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 whole like like I said, um, Joe Simon and Joe Tex and all of that, like you know. Yeah, but Sam Cooke, I said, anybody asks me who like one of my favorite singers of all time is, Sam Cooke is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. I used to say, I used to say Luther. I think Luther is just, I mean, don't get me wrong, Luther is a fantastic singer, but I think, I think uh, people underestimated Sam Sam's range. You know? Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So, I think with that we're it's uh it's twelve forty nine, man. We only we got less than eleven minutes to go uh, in this show. Oh man! I've I've had such a good time. I knew this was going to be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we pretty much prepared for it. It was like, yeah, you know, it's this has been it's been a long time in the making. I was supposed to be in the studio with you right that's right i was supposed to be in the studio i was actually gonna um i was gonna work my plan was and i don't know how i was gonna do this (laughs) but i was gonna work today i get off at 5 15. i was gonna take a train to to new york and then meet calvin and go to the studio and i guess just be drained for like for the entire day of wednesday (laughs) but um but no we you know due to COVID and everything. And, and um, shout out to my mom. My mom is uh, my mom is uh, undergoing chemo for, for cancer right now. And so I want to make sure that I am as safe as possible. I rarely leave the, compound, the, the compounds of my house um, specifically because I want to make sure I'm not, you know, dragging anything when I do get to go home. So um, shout out to my mom. You know, she's a, she's a, that's, that's a warrior right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to my dad too, Gigi. He he takes care of her. Like, I mean, you know, he's whenever she has chemo, he's right there. Whenever she's got some other things going on, she's he's right there. She, he goes to most most of her doctor's appointments, um, and and he's right there with her. He fusses. I, I hear them fussing all the time. Yesterday, she was tired and she decided to get in the car and drive. And I'm like, who does this? Who does this? And she's like. <laughs> The walls are closing in on me. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want anything else closing in on you like a big truck. Like, you have to stay home. So, <laughs> yeah, but she's, like, tired. And she's like, I just got to get out of the house. Well, where are you going? I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> that's a 
why you need to stay at home? <laughs> so, <laughs> so she had, I, I did fuss at her yesterday. She's like, I just hate being in the house all the time. Like, dude, you gotta, gotta relax. You gotta rest. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a big fight. She's, uh, she's in the middle of right now. And so. Right, right. Keeping up her strength is important. And, uh, Absolutely. I've, I've nothing but love and respect for her and my 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 heart and my prayers are with her thank you thank you thank you yeah she she's my she's my biggest fan even though she can't listen to this next single that's coming out i already told her i'm like <laughs> mama y'all don't know my mama's in the ministry i can't uh-uh, this ain't one for the church y'all with this <laughs> that one ain't for the church so no nah, not at all but, yeah not at all and I, I have to shout out, I have to shout out uh, my friend Kevin. Um, I, I mentioned him on the show, I mentioned him earlier on the show. <laughs> he sent me a message. He's like, oh, you said you mentioned me. And I'm like, of course I did. <laughs> um, but uh, he's 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 become I can honestly say he's become my muse. Like I, I told him uh, we, we were having a conversation one day and I wrote I started writing a new song this week based on a conversation that we had about the sunrise like a sunrise mm. and so i wrote this start writing the song and, wow. and now it's like you know it's coming it's coming to fruition this song is just based on a conversation that we had and so i told him i was like you're my muse like i don't know why but you like conversations with you have become my new muse and so um yeah yeah shout out to kevin so awesome awesome thank you Kevin, thank you for tuning in, man. I really, I really appreciate it. Um, any anyone else you'd like to uh, give a shout out to? Um, you know, <laughs> I could go scoop Snoop Dogg, and he's like, "I want to thank me." <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Um, but no, um, you know, I, I am. I am just so grateful and appreciative. I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, I'm gonna throw this out into the atmosphere just because um, gratitude is, is is very important to me. Anybody who knows me knows that I, I find gratitude in everything. Some sometimes things fall apart for something much more beautiful to come together. Um, and I can honestly say, about six months ago, my entire production team imploded. Um, I wasn't sure why I know why it happened. I wasn't sure how to, I wasn't sure how to, um, pick up the pieces from that. And, um, I called you and told you that I was giving up on music. I told you, I I don't know if you remember that conversation. It's like, I don't want to screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. I hate music. I don't want to do music anymore. Like, I don't want to do this crap. But one thing I can tell you is that when something is your passion, you can't run from it. Like, not even if you tried, you couldn't run from it. And I, here it is, you know, I'm thinking, you know, you tell me to write out my feelings, which is something that I had been doing for years and years and years. And like I said, I wrote this letter and all of a sudden, 
not only now do we have one song, but we've got multiple songs that we are working on in production. And then, you know, I had this one song, Forehead Kisses, that I had actually recorded over another, one of those other producers' tracks who shall remain nameless because I don't give names to people who just give up on me. Um, mm. But I gave that song to to Choice. Shout out to him. Shout out to New Choice. Gave that song to him, and all of a sudden, this beautiful new quiet storm beat is is it, this you know this quiet storm jam is coming out, and I just feel like things fall apart even more beautiful to to come together. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, you know, I've been able to meet, you know, other producers. Shout out to Configure. Um, yes. Shout out to Configure, um, you know, which is to me, that's he, he texted me today. He's like, hey, like, I want like I got this radio interview right now. You should join. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of a trial for work. I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he was just like, ah, oh, maybe next time. Um but yeah, I mean, I've been able to meet so many new producers. Um, and granted, Configure and I haven't don't have anything together. Shut Configure, if y'all don't know, Configure is actually one of the producers for Arrested Development. And if y'all don't know who Arrested Development is, you need to go back to the early 90s and listen to some some Tennessee and some people every day mm -hmm. and then you will know who Arrested Development is um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah real quick but, um, we got three minutes left um, where can we find uh, where can we find you on online or on the socials and uh, where can we find E4L Okay, so E4L is being released on February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, the day after my birthday. Woo -woo. And whoop whoop. And I ain't gonna tell y'all how old I am. But yeah, you can find that on all music <laughs> platforms. Um, and that's on February 14th. Um, additionally, you can find me. I only have Instagram and TikTok, so y'all, y'all gotta bear with me because I'm not real big, I'm not real social media heavy, but you can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at Nika Ladine. So that's at N-I-K-A-L-A-D-E-A-N. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, y'all wanna hit me up. Y'all can get through Calvin. Y'all can always Cal, Calvin and I, that's 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 my brother. So you can always hit Calvin up and Calvin knows how to reach me. That's right, um, that's right. Yeah. And y'all can reach me at, at Lush Vibes Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh Calvin at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org is my email address. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Lush Vibes Radio is where you can find previous episodes of Lush Vibes Radio. Shout out to my mom. Mwah. Shout out to my Aunt Sherry and my Uncle, my Uncle Derek down in Florida, uh, Emily, Greg, Choice, Kevin, everybody who's tuned in tonight. I greatly appreciate each and every one of y'all. I consider y'all members of the Lush Tribe, whether this is your first time listening or your 170th time listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned for The Hanged Man up next with my man Hector. We have Nujabes with Aru Ari and Dance in the background because I had to show Nujabes some love as it was his also his birthday yesterday, as we mentioned earlier in the show. And with that, there will be more Lush Vibes for you next week and every week, Tuesday evenings from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. 
can tune in at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, RFB.NYC, the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app for Android and iOS, or you can check out Radio Free Brooklyn on TuneIn Radio, MyTuner Radio, Apple Music, or anywhere you can find your favorite internet radio stations. Once again, much love to Nicola Dean. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. And as I say every week, all lives cannot matter unless black lives matter. Said what I said. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, good night, Brooklyn. Good night, DC. Good night, world. Good night, world. To the Lush Tribe. To the Lush Tribe. Ha <laughs> ha.